Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome in to Outkick the Show. I'm your fearless leader, Clay Travis. I appreciate all of you hanging out with us as we roll through the Monday edition of the program here. Rejoice. It is a college football week. Let me repeat. It is a college football week. There will be college football games on now, real, live, actual college football games every weekend uh, and every week between now and, what, mid-January? So all of us can have a good time here. Yes, the picks will be back. Yes, I will make you all filthy rich. All of that coming in your direction. Uh, Also want to say, I know that the new prequel, Game of Thrones, began. A lot of you have watched it. I was traveling back from Salt Lake City and from Park City. Phenomenal time out there. Had a really great uh, uh, amount of fun. Got to meet a lot of uh, uh, fantastic people. Uh, So thanks, everybody, in Salt Lake City, Park City, everywhere we were this past weekend. I am now back home, ready for college football season. Um, And... uh, I will be doing also my Game of Thrones reviews. My plan, and I wish they hadn't done it, just as one request, I wish they had not started this Game of Thrones right as football season was coming back. Uh, That when we need this is like February and March and April and May when there's nothing really going on. I don't understand why everybody's still staying uh, committed to the old fall television schedule People can find it whenever it is playing, but I got to say, I miss all the time the fact that there's not great entertainment options outside of football season. I know there are a lot of you out there that enjoy, like I do, watching Sunday Night Football, for instance, and you don't want to watch Game of Thrones to compete with that. What you need is great television programming when it's not football season, but I am going to bring back my write-ups on Game of Thrones They have been very, very popular for, I don't know, seven, eight years, whatever the heck it has been. Uh, So I will bring those back for the prequel. I also am going to try and do live reaction shows. I understand a lot of you are watching NFL games. In theory, I would start that on Sunday. The only challenge might be when there are football games that I'm attending during football season. I might not be able to be home for some of these games. Uh, Sorry for some of these uh, Game of Thrones episodes, but just a little bit of housekeeping for all of you out there. I know we have a lot of monster Game of Thrones fans, so uh, that will be coming from me. Uh, Probably, I'm going to try to watch it tonight. I may be able to get up a Game of Thrones review for episode one tomorrow, uh, and then I'll try to get them up either late Sunday night or early Monday going forward. But again, the challenge is it's football season. Everything's so busy. All right, anyway, uh, that's the backdrop. News broke uh, about an hour before we went on the Clay and Buck show that Dr. Anthony Fauci was stepping down 
as the highest paid government employee in the United States. That is not an exaggeration. Dr. Fauci right now is the highest paid employee in the entire federal government. And I believe that Dr. Fauci should be charged with crimes. I believe he lied to Congress. I believe he has lied about uh, the gain-of-function research, what he knew, when he knew it. I believe, I've said this for a long time, that the data suggests American taxpayer dollars help to fund gain-of-research uh, uh, virus, uh, gain-of-function virus research in Wuhan, China, that led to the creation of COVID and its escape from a Chinese laboratory. That is, based on all the evidence out there, I believe that COVID was man-made and that COVID escaped from a Chinese laboratory and that our own American taxpayer dollars helped to fund it. And I believe that Dr. Fauci, who was instrumental in helping to fund gain-of-function research in China, has lied about that, done his best to cover up for it. I believe that he has committed crimes and that he should be prosecuted for both lying to Congress and lying about what he knew, when he knew it, as it pertains to the originations of COVID. So, I think it's going to take a long time for many people to get to where I am today and where I have been for much of the past two years. And that is saying this, our response to COVID is the greatest American policy failure since Vietnam. Now, there are many different angles there that you can address that are directly failures of the American political system. But I believe that most of them directly trace themselves to Dr. Fauci, his idea of lockdowns in the first place, his idea of shutting down the country was flawed. It did nothing to make us any safer. And in fact, it actually made things much worse. And I believe over the next decade, Dr. Fauci's 81, probably going to be dead at some point in the next decade. Donald Trump, Joe Biden, many of our political leaders are very old. Most of them will either die or no longer be in any way public figures over the next decade. I believe what's going to happen. As there is more and more written about COVID and our response to it, I believe that Dr. Anthony Fauci is going to emerge in the historical record as one of the greatest failures in American history and one of the worst villains in American history. It's going to take a decade or more for all of this to wash its way through. Old school history nerd here, got my history degree in college. The historiography of COVID is going to be fascinating because it's going to require a lot of political leaders to die or step off to the st of the stage until the full truth is known. But already you are hearing a lot of people say, yeah, we never should have shut down schools. Yeah, we never should have shut down uh, the, the economy at all. We shouldn't have tried to say what essential and non-essential businesses are. We shouldn't have mandated the COVID shot. Masks made no difference. All of the things that I have been telling you for a couple of years now, all of the data and the science has been readily apparent and clear, but slowly all of the lockdowners are starting to walk back from there. You'll kill everyone's grandma if we just have normal life in this country. And as that continues to accelerate, as there is more of an examination of the lies, as there is more of an examination of the failures, 
I believe that the face of America's failed COVID response, the representation of it in physical form is going to be Dr. Anthony Fauci. And he claims that he stands for science when in reality, Dr. Fauci stands for the antithesis of science. Because science is about challenging everything. Your preconceived notions, your ideas about truth and falsehood, And Fauci has insisted on a dogmatic belief in lockdowns when they are not supported or justified by anything of a scientific nature. He has endorsed authoritarian government overreach, which has offered no safety to the vast majority of the people that are being requested to give up their freedoms, demanded to give up their freedoms. He locked down schools. The overwhelming victims of lockdown schools were young minority children without Wi-Fi at home, without parents who were able to continue their education, without access to anything other than remote learning, which is an oxymoron. All of the data, all of the science, all of the rigorous analysis of COVID-related responses are going to lay eventually at the feet of Anthony Fauci And I believe a decade from now, Fauci will turn into one of the great villains of American history, and it's only going to get worse for him in the years ahead. Now, there's going to be a lot of pushback in the short term. All of Fauci's friends in science are going to come out and talk about what an amazing job he's done and how brave he was and how pro-science. And then he's 81. He's going to be dead within a decade, probably, based on the, the the tables out there. As this continues, as it continues to be examined by the historical record, people with stake in the game will continue to drop off. And as this evolves, the true history of COVID will be told. And the irony here is that the people who claim that they were going to be on the right side of history are going to end up being on the wrong side of history. The lockdowners, the mask, the people who shut down schools, the Dr. Fauci's of the world, the Fauciites, and the Corona Bros, as I've called them for a long time, all of them are going to be proven wrong. And the consequences for this are going to uh, have a seismic impact on trust in the CDC, in trust in experts, in trust in science in general. This is going to be one of the all-time worst decisions made in American history. We'll be right back in a moment, but first, this break. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Speaking of uh, worst decisions made in American history, the expectation is that the affidavit is going to be released uh, in the Donald Trump raid at Mar-a-Lago. Oh, and also on Fauci, by the way, before I get to Donald Trump and the affidavit, there is a reason that Fauci is stepping down in December. He is stepping down, clear as day. You all know it. I told you this is what was going to happen. He knows that at a minimum, Republicans are going to take back the House. They may may well, Republicans, take back the Senate as well. 
And at a minimum with just the House, but certainly with the House and the Senate, Fauci is going to be held accountable on a level that he has not been held accountable by Joe Biden. He is going to be called, put in under oath, and rigorously investigated by Republicans when they control Congress. And that is why Fauci is trying to ride off into the sunset now, because he knows what's coming, and he would rather be a private citizen because he thinks it's going to make him look better when he is being badgered and investigated and held accountable by the Republicans in Congress. If he is a private citizen, he can argue, oh, look how unfairly I'm being treated. Not working very well for Donald Trump, I'll just point out. Uh, But we need to hold Dr. Fauci accountable. I believe we need to charge him with crimes, lying to Congress, and obstructing justice in terms of the investigation into the origins of COVID. Uh, Affidavit release. Uh, The expectation is that at some point this week, certainly by Thursday, the affidavit that supported the warrant that was granted to uh, conduct an investigation into Mar-a-Lago, the raid on former President Trump's home, is going to be published. I believe that's what's going to happen as soon as this thing gets published. This story is basically going to vanish. Because I think what you're seeing is the government massively overreached. And it wasn't very long ago that Cassidy Hutchinson, remember when she was testifying in front of Congress and they had this special hearing on January 6th and they had a special witness. It was really important. And Cassidy Hutchinson said, you remember what she said? She said Trump tried to grab the steering wheel of the vehicle he was in on January 6th and that he choked a Secret Service agent. Now, this was hearsay. There's been no further support for this allegation, but it didn't stop Cassidy Hutchinson from saying it. It was uh, electrifying. It was uh, jaw-dropping. It was bombshell. All of those topics were laid out. And then you know what happened? Story just vanished. Think about that for a minute. A story that Trump tried to grab the wheel of his vehicle, that he choked a Secret Service agent, all in furtherance of following people on January 6th, it totally vanished. Totally vanished. And I think that's what's going to happen with the Mar-a-Lago raid. Now, certainly Trump has benefited in the short term from the Mar-a-Lago raid. Way more support rolling in from him uh, because most people feel like the Mar-a-Lago raid was totally unjustified. But what's going to happen here is the story's going to vanish. And... Much like happened with the Mueller report and impeachment one and impeachment two and the January 6th hearings, which Democrats are going to continue into September. They just won't stop talking about it because Liz Cheney got her ass kicked and she doesn't have anything else to talk about um, and doesn't have any real political significance anymore. So she's got to continue on the January 6th business for as long as she possibly can. Um, this is going to end up, this story surrounding the Trump Mar-a-Lago raid, fading, I believe, as soon as the affidavit comes out and we recognize there's no massive smoking gun and we're going to be right back to where we were when the January 6th hearings were going on. The people who hate Trump hate him. People who like him like him and there's no real moving parts here. Uh, A couple of other stories that are out there. Tom Brady. And Rob Gronkowski. Brady, by the way, is back in practice right now. So there were rumors that Brady was away. It appears he just went on some sort of family vacation with Giselle. I don't know if that's true or not. There were rumors about uh, whether he was involved in the Masked Singer. I mean, who knows what in the world's going on. But Brady is back in practice now. 
Uh, and he's back in practice. Uh, and what is uh, what is a little bit intriguing about this is the story also came out last week that Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski were prepared to go to the Oakland Raiders, Las Vegas Raiders, and John Gruden at the last minute said, yeah, we can't do this, stuck with Derek Carr. Brady ends up with Tampa Bay. They win a Super Bowl. Derek Carr, eh, he's been okay, but I think even Raider fans who, uh, who, who might well have become accustomed to their team and their players behaving irrationally saw this news about John Gruden and threw their hands up in the air and said, how in the world did this ever happen? How did we end up in this situation? I'm sorry, Raider fans, uh, that you had a chance at Brady. My own Tennessee Titans had a chance at Brady. There were a lot of teams that kicked the tires and decided not to jump on board. It appears that Brady was all set to go to the Raiders alongside of Rob Gronkowski when John Gruden called the audible. Brady also almost went to Miami. Uh, The Titans kicked the tires. There were a lot of different places where he could have ended up. Uh, But that story, Brady is back. Condolences to the Raiders for not ending up getting Tom Brady. Uh, This is interesting. Baker Mayfield has been announced. This story came out a little while ago. Baker Mayfield announced as the Panthers starter. He beats out Sam Darnold. uh, And Baker Mayfield will now be starting against his old team, the Cleveland Browns. So he's gone from the starting quarterback of the Cleveland Browns to now uh, going head-to-head against them uh, week one. And that's not the only week one matchup. Uh, Good job by the NFL schedule makers. We also have Russell Wilson uh, going up now as the Bronco quarterback against his old team, uh, the Seattle Seahawks. This is going to be a pretty good week one matchup doubleheader there. Panthers against Browns, Baker Mayfield against his old team, and Russell Wilson, now the Broncos uh, team uh, quarterback, going up against his old team, the Seattle Seahawks. Finally, everybody out there wants for there to be bipartisanship. We've got bipartisanship, and it comes in the world of sports gambling where President of the United States Joe Biden and Governor of Florida Ron DeSantis are on the same side of an issue. They both want you to be able to gamble on sports in the state of Florida. Uh, The Seminole Tribe through the Hard Rock has the exclusive right right now to be able to offer sports gambling in Florida. They actually offered it last year before it got shut down by the courts. The federal government and Joe Biden's Department of Justice is now in agreement with Ron DeSantis and the state of Florida that There needs to be a return of the ability of the state of Florida to have sports gambling through the Hard Rock uh, and Seminole Tribe. I'm in favor of this. You guys know I spend a lot of time down in Florida during the course of of my day-to-day existence. Uh, We want that to be legal in the state of Florida and everywhere else, by the way. I want sports gambling to be legal in every state in America Uh, and uh, I hope that one day it will be. All right, I'm going to go work on my book now. Uh, Like I said, I will watch the new Game of Thrones tonight, hopefully have an article up about it tomorrow. Appreciate all of you. DBAP, unless you need to SBAP, I am Clay Travis, and this has been Outkick the Show.